Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang, and along with me, as always, is my co-host, you know him, you love him, Nate the Little Goon Foss. And Nate still hates the intro. No, I think it's growing on him now. I think it's starting to grow on him a little bit. Nope. It will. It's never going away, so deal with it. And with us, returning for his second episode, is RIT's resident rulebook reading statistician, Dan the Statman Scully. He is back. Round of applause. Speaking of rule books, uh, NCAA, please put the physical copy of this year's rule book on sale so I can and buy one. So go. I can buy it. <laughs> this dude. Um, I would also like to make a quick announcement that uh, Dan Scully's podcast episode he was on the first time got more views than the episode with the big goon featured. So big hit <laughs> to his pride there if he's listening to this. But uh, that was hilarious. But Dan, I think we can say will be back for any episode involving the women's hockey team because he's kind of like our number one guy when it comes to that in terms of, like, following them. Dan's at every game, pretty much. Um, so that'll... He's able to bring a lot more insight than Nate and I probably can um, on a regular basis. But that being said, we're going to jump into this real quick. Um, we had a hockey game this weekend, this past weekend. We were back at Policini. That was sad. awesome. It was a scrimmage, but it was still a hockey game. And Dan, I can live with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it it was a long day. I had, to, <laughs> I, had, I had to spot for three matches. Oh. Oh, my God. See, but volleyball's fun, but, like, hockey's, hockey's different. Um, <laughs> hockey. That being said, Nate and I were both there. Uh, we had a blast. And he and I are going to just real quick go over some – uh, big takeaways we took away from that game. Um, and then if you want to go first, just run through your three. We'll just kind of talk. I think we have the same points anyways. Um, yeah. they. Uh, if we were keeping score, they lost one nothing. It was very, very well defended game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell it was a September scrimmage. Um, teams didn't have, you know, the, neither team really had their systems going yet. Um, well, I wouldn't say it was sloppy, but just you could tell that it was the first time they played played a competitive game in yes. months. Yeah, um, looked a little sloppy I, on both sides. My my three points. Uh, I mean, just real quick, I had um, both Sarah and Emma played in goal, and they were they both looked really good, really yeah. sharp, making saves left and right. Emma kind of got a quick seven eight shot barrage right as she came in but and she stopped all of them so she looked really good um i thought the defense looked really good um obviously only giving up the one goal i don't really remember what the shots were they were keeping track of shots but i don't remember what they were they were skewed yeah penn state had a lot of zone time but you expect that from a team that good um and then RIT had some power play opportunities and they just didn't put the puck in the net. And that's going to come with practice. You know, your yeah. power plays are rarely clicking right away. So, and we, there was a lot of, you know, all three seniors were on the number one power play last year. Yeah. And now they're gone. So they had to replace three players on the power play. So, I mean, it's going to take a little bit. They'll get there. Um, but I was impressed. I, I'll be honest. They looked. They looked okay. Like I, I was very impressed by the defense. Like they were, they were like 
the fact that they Penn State only scored one goal in regulation, like that's gr- that you want to see that. That's great, and that's going from both goaltenders had outstanding outings. But like you said, we just need to put the we we had we had plenty of shots that were very close. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought they looked good. They they looked strong. Um, I think they'll I think they'll refine a little bit more and they'll start kicking. I think we'll be all right. Um, I think Penn State looked a little rocky personally to me. After what we saw from we saw what we saw from them last year, they didn't they didn't look the same. But it's also again it's a scrimmage. Like it's not the start. It's not your core people out there the whole time. Like they were swapping everybody in back and forth. Um, very belated birthday shout out to Athena Vazdani, um, because her birthday was during that scrimmage, and we brought a little whiteboard down to our our end and set it up down there, and she got a kick out of that. So happy birthday, Athena! That was fun. Um. But yeah, we're doing birthday shoutouts. We should also say happy birthday to uh, class of 2022 alum Jordan Marchese. That's right. Yes. Her birthday is birthday today. Is That's today. right. Today. Happy birthday, Jordan. Yay, we miss you, Jordan. We very much miss you. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that that being said, unfortunately Dan wasn't there, so you can't really provide any input on that. But we have actual CHA play no. this week. Well, it's not. Not CHA for us, but like the teams are back. Like we have an actual, legitimate game that counts starting this weekend. Um, pretty hyped about that. Um, I know all three of us will most likely be watching somehow, um, so we can talk about it this week. The uh, week afterwards, but we got UConn women's team is going to UConn. I know there was some controversy about they were originally supposed to play here, and then they got moved there, and. Nate and I got really mad for about two days because we were like, <laughs> what in the you-know-what is going on right now? Why do we not have games at GPC for the women's team? <laughs> but uh, And I co- calmed you guys down and reminded you we played them here last year. Yeah, there was a couple of choice yeah. expletives thrown out during that conversation. But, yeah, Dan did have to calm <laughs> both of us down. It was more that I was upset because I was counting down to a certain day. <laughs> we had to redo the me. Instagram countdown timer <laughs> for the third time. I mean, to be honest, we had a game a week earlier than we were supposed to. Yes. It is what it is. <laughs> but whatever. Now, we're going to get into this now with UConn, looking at how we've done about how we've done against them in the past and uh, various statistics. And so we'll start with that. I know, Dan, we sent you stuff for that, right? Or you, were part, you already have it available. You're the stat man. <laughs> the, up here. There's, there's this all up nice here. website called RITathletics.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, let me pull that. They uh, so yeah. So we'll we'll start up with that. So Nate, do you want to get us going on uh, the preview for UConn? Um, not really much to preview since it is the first game. Um, not really much to go over as far as this year uh, for UConn. But last year they they were third in hockey East. They had a twenty four nine and four record, which is really good. Um, that's a very stacked league, top to bottom hockey. East. Oh, yeah. On the women's side is very good, very talented. Except Holy Cross. Except no, <laughs> yeah. we're not talking about Holy Cross here. Rip Holy um, Cross. Yeah, you know, they finished in third. They lost in the hockey's championship game last year, so they lost to Northeastern, who ended up going to the Frozen Four. So yeah, yeah. Northeastern is absolutely loaded, and I'm pretty sure they lost. It was either a one goal game or a two goal game. It was close when I was looking it up. Um, 
Yeah, they missed the NCAA tournament. They were probably the first team out just because they had to give Syracuse an automatic bid. Um, it is what it is with auto bids. Sometimes good teams don't make it um, on both sides, the men's side too. Um, yep. Shout out Minnesota. They always complain. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, you always bring this up, no matter what yeah. the conversation is. Just um, twisting that knife a little more every time. <laughs> no, no, Dan, he's not twisting the knife. He's just continuously pushing it deeper and deeper at this point. He's not. There's no twisting. Forever. Him. He's gone forever all the way around. He's just driving it farther in there now. <laughs> um, they had a lot of players with 20-plus points, mm-hmm. um, actually six, and all six of them either graduated or left. Um. Seven out of their top ten scorers are gone from a year ago, and they lost the starting goaltender. So they have a lot of they turnover. They lost eleven around. players in total. Um, like that's huge. So we'll see. Like yeah. it, it's a brand new team this year for them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting. Um, I think that I guess that's where RIT holds an advantage as they're an experienced, a little bit more experienced team. And they're a more unified group. There's more team building there. They've been together yeah. for a chunk of time. Like this new right. team is for UConn is gonna probably need some work. And right, and I think, I mean, they have their. I'm assuming their starter back. She played 27 games last year. She started in 15. Megan Warner, Warner, um, something like I that. I don't know. She went 12, three and one with five shutouts last year. So they're they're very strong in net. Um, it looks like. And who knows? I, I'm sure, um, and I'm sure it'll be on the same way with RIT. We'll probably oh, yeah. see their their starter, and then maybe a backup the next game, or just because you want to give them ice time and in games that don't necessarily count in the standings standings wise, like see what you got, mix yeah. up the lines a little bit. And- I don't see a scenario where Sarah Coe plays both those games. Celeste is ultra competitive, so if we do I mean, win she Friday, might want to just totally go out there and wipe for the them. sweep on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, she, I, yeah, the, you know what? That's a good point. I could see Celeste doing that. Um, and of course, you know, Celeste with her history against UConn, I think we could very much see that happening. Oh, yeah, fun fact <laughs> the last time the first RAT has played UConn three times, and two of them were last year at the Palestinian Center. But the first time was back in all the way back in 2013. Um, RAT beat UConn 4-3 to in overtime at the Nutmeg Classic. Mm-hmm. And Celeste Brown tied the game in the third period as a player for RAT. So yeah, that program I, is probably not looking forward to having her back in there again. So, you know, that would be <laughs> – I would laugh. That would be really funny. Um, but, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's kind of our fun fact for the day, I guess, is – that was a nice little tidbit when I found that one, going through the previous games against UConn. So, um, so UConn last year, obviously we know they were really good. They have lost a bunch going into this year. Um, looking at that, looking at this series this weekend, after we've seen the scrimmage and how our team played, uh, what do you think our key takeaways are going to be for any? Like anybody can start here. I think one thing is going to be as much as UConn has lost players, not to 
to underestimate them either. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I have a problem with preseason polls because they're preseason polls. But yes, U- UConn's well, the it- first team out of the top ten or top fifteen. I mean, so you're looking at a team that still is in the hunt for a bid for the NCAA tournament, and they're not going to want to come out slow by any no. means. They're they're no. going to want to come out and put us down fast because they don't want to they don't want to have to deal with they lose one of two or even they lose both against us and have that hang over their head the rest of the season when they go when they go try to make a bid later on. Well, and that can go the other way too. Like they could. I mean, we played them early in the year. Mm-hmm. You know, we had. 13 newcomers last year so who knows and they could see oh this team only went only won two games last year okay we don't really need to worry about them and then all of a sudden that's how upsets happen yeah so i think it goes both ways where you can't underestimate the team that only won two games so we also can't underestimate the team that lost 11 players yeah right you can't because you also got to think they replaced those 11 players with new players and those new players could that come is in how and, that works, JJ. Well, no, like, well, no. <laughs> yes, thank you, genius. But also, like, those players could come in and fill the voids those guys, those players left behind, pretty quickly and pick up right where those other people left off and produce a, a very similar level that we saw those other players at. So it's not like a oh, just because you lost eleven doesn't mean your team is going to necessarily be worse instantly. Like it could mean that, but you could also have players that. Are play at a very similar level, and you could see a team that skill wise is about the same as last year too. Next man up mentality has a very strong footing in a lot of sports, especially with hockey and even with baseball. Another you never know. Is, you, you never just, know. Yeah, you know. Just keep yourself in the game too. I mean, one of the two games that they played at Palestina last year, they only lost by a goal, and a puck bounces just a little different and that game's totally changed. Yep. It goes to overtime. It doesn't go to overtime and it's an RIT win in regulation. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I also think defensively from what Nate and I both saw at the scrimmage, we are way stronger than we were last year. Um, I th- Which is I, hard to believe. I mean, it's hard to believe, but like, they looked really good. And we spent a majority of that three-period regulation on our own end playing D. And I think if that level of defense carries over to the regular season, I think we could be a very difficult team to put down, especially for teams that have weaker offenses. Because if you can't score, but we can play D and act like brick walls the whole time, you might not have a shot. Like, you might have to get lucky, kind of like you said, like a random puck bounce or something like that. I think this series is going to come down to, can we put the puck in the net? Because defensively, that, I think we're good. That was going to be that was gonna be one of my keys, too, is, I mean, last year it was the, the Friday game. Uh, that was the one, that was the 4-3 loss. Um, you, we went 0-3 on the power play and had zero shots yep. on all three power plays. You can't they were all like in the that. third. They were all in the third period, and UConn had three shorthanded shots. That cannot happen. No, it cannot. And and it comes down to they spent so much time playing in their own zone last year. By the time they were able to get the puck and get it out of the zone, they were dead tired and they had to change. Yeah. 
So and they that had was, no again, pressure coming down too. the ice. But it was better. Yes. We had zone time, which yep. we rarely had last year. And in that game, they had one shot in the third period, and it went in. Yeah. We had one shot in that Friday game in the third period, and it went in. Um, Jordan Marchese, one of my favorite goals of the year, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sullied right in front of us. That I was a great time with that one. That was um, a good one. Yeah, it's so if you you got to put yourself in a position to have a chance in the third, you can't go in. Like, if you, I think, if the longer the game goes scoreless, or in a, like a one-one game or a tie game, mm-hmm. the more it benefits our at. Yeah, agree with that. Especially when you have Sarah and Matt, she she's a game changer. Yeah, and she showed it last year. She kept us. She kept us in a lot of games last year. That Syracuse game, two, a, a lot of those Syracuse games that were super close. Like you can credit Sarah Coe for a majority of that. I think too. It if you can get up early, seeing what happened last year, a lot of a lot of the games that we lost, we lost on. I don't necessarily want to call them third period collapses, but just giving up the game in the third period. Because you have no en- they had no energy left. Exactly. And if if you build a sort of cushion, even if you're you're tired in the third period, there's more for the opponent to overcome and you're more likely to win the game, as obvious as that sounds. You're 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 essentially basically just describing the play style of the Kansas City Chiefs. Just if we can't beat you defensively, <laughs> we're gonna just score a million points and make it so our defense doesn't matter. Any Pac twelve football game ever? Yep. Literally. <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> but no, like I I think I think you're right on the money. If we, we struggled in games last year, I mean, obviously a lot, unfortunately, but we struggled a lot with coming back if we were down. Like, if we fell down early, it was like, we you got to crawl to get back. you got to claw your way back into that one. But with the games where we either came, like you said, we'd come out, we'd, we'd get a lead, and then by the third, it's like, it's either tied or we're down again. And it was just dead tired. I think if the defense can at least maintain a certain level and prevent them from kind of crawling back and clawing the opponent from clawing their way back in quicker and faster than they did last year, I think we'll be fine. You just got to get, got to keep the puck out of your own zone and stay out of the box. Mm -hmm. And you got to, and you got to capitalize on the power play. I will say the scrimmage we did not, we had what a cup with three penalties. I think we had multiple. I think it it was pretty even. We what was most yeah. what scared me a little bit was that most of our penalties came in the late second and third period. Well, we yeah. we didn't we didn't have any penalties in the first, and we played really well in the first too. Um, but I I, I think Nate's right. Like the last thing you want to see is getting a ton of penalties and being in the box in the third. Like you really don't like seeing that, especially if it's a close game. Exactly. I, I would say this series comes down to special teams and goaltending. Yep. I think it could definitely be a big factor if Sarah Coe shows up and you know plays picks a, up where she left off. Yeah, if she if she can pick up where she left off, I think she gives you a chance. She gives you a chance to win every game. Yeah, 
You just, she can't be facing 90 shots in a weekend. No, that's not. No, that's unreasonable to expect. She can stop all of those. Yeah. Um, looking ahead though, we do have our other CHA opponents are playing that weekend. Um, looking at that schedule, are there any games of note that we want to talk about in that and like in that side of things? I totally didn't accidentally close the page I had open. So <laughs> I got it. I got it. There you it. go, Dan. Um, starting Thursday, a big Thursday Friday series down in State College, Penn State, Wisconsin. Ooh. That that'll actually be probably a fun series to watch. And I yeah. think it it'll I, be I, I think I think it's easy to say that the Badgers are the favorite, but I do think Penn State could steal a game. Yeah. There, I, I doubt the Nittany Lions sweep, though. No. 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 No shot. Um, Mercyhurst, our friends down at Mercy Worst, are uh, taking on St. <laughs> Anselm. We'll see you soon, Friday dudes. Friday and Saturday. Um, and then that, that's I'd like more to also, than likely a sweep, that's for, a sweep for Mercyhurst. The Lakers. Yeah. Which I also think the Lakers are being very underrated this year. The CHA they, preseason poll, they're third and Penn State's second. I think you got to flip those two. Are you kidding I me? Think, I, I think you got to flip them. Yeah. Well, Again, I, preseason polls are dumb. Yeah, but they're just stupid then, you, then you've got USCHO who's got Penn State 14th in the country. Syracuse is receiving nine votes and Mercyhurst five. So I, I, everyone I do, after is what I saw after what I saw Saturday, I think people are, might be overhyping Penn State a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. But that's gonna come back to bite me in the butt, of course. Yeah, watch. They're they're gonna win the conference this year and we're gonna come back to this and be like, nice <laughs> Nate, look what you did. Can I also mention I that- mean he's not wrong. They they've got they've got Vanessa Upson and Sarah Boucher and yeah. that's that's not the end of their ability on that team by any means. No. Um, Bemidji State and Lindenwood. Can I mention that these games start at six oh one and three oh one? Who is not scheduling these three. frigging games? I swear to God. And three oh one. I kind of want to find the streams and make sure that they start at those times. <laughs> so, <laughs> job better happen on the dot. If if the ECH guys are watching, do you guys have an aversion to starting on the hour up there in Minnesota or something? <laughs> I hope they watch this, honestly. Um, and then Syracuse plays Colgate at 4 o'clock on Saturday down in Hamilton. Um, That'll be tough, actually. That one might actually be a really good game. Um, Those will be close. That should be a good game. That should I be a very entertaining Colgate's game. Colgate's going to win. And yeah. Unless Syracuse starts to smack and she has a hell of a game, which is not out of the realm of possibility, unfortunately. I think I think Colgate's going to be right where they were last year, competing for a national championship. Yeah. Or at least yeah. a spot in the tournament. They I think were they're, scary good last year. Like they, They're easily the favorite in the ECAC. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we saw it last year. They turned us inside out. Yeah. <laughs> that was not fun. No, but not over very a fun. thousand people stayed for the whole game. So yeah, you know what? Give hey, us credit for that. Eleven yeah, hundred people. I'll give people. I'll give everybody credit for that. That was. It, 
that was the largest according to what's on our website anyway that was the largest crowd for a women's game since like 2015 that's wild yeah and i hope we can get bigger crowds this year too because we had an absolute ball on saturday just messing around down there and chirping and cheering and all that it was fun all right so for our last kind of segment here we're going to talk about our predictions for the weekend uh how many games do we think the tigers will take and i if you guys want to throw out a score we can do that i'm going to throw out a score i know that um so let's start with dan because you are the guest um we'll have your predictions first and for the record nate is going to keep track of any predictions we make the entire season to see how accurate we actually all are in the end I, I think the Tigers will probably split. Um, I I don't really have a score prediction this early what in the season, but <laughs> Friday, I, I, I could literally flip a coin. So flip a coin. I just told you Friday. <laughs> All right. Stop angering the guests, Nathan. <laughs> Why? Give me a reason. Because he might not come back. <laughs> what other reason do I have? No, no. Like, why, why? His reasoning behind his. Oh, are you telling me why? That's why don't I anger the guests? I'm like, that's a pretty self-explanatory question right there. I'll just piss off Coach Wilson <laughs> when we have him on. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, I'll, I, I, sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Um, I, I don't. I just unfortunately don't have the confidence in the team right now to say that they'll sweep i prove me wrong please um but i think if they're gonna split it'll probably be before yukon has a chance to see what they're really capable of Mm -hmm. so that's why i said they'll win friday nah nate you can go ahead you want me to go first okay um I'm in, speech. I'm in the same boat with Dan, except for I'm flipping when we're going to win. Um, part of me really thinks that we're going to lose a really close one Friday, um, like a 3-2 game. Um, and then I think we come out Saturday and go like 4-1, 4-2 and win. Um, I think we'll come, I think if anything, they'll come out Friday and go crazy. And then they'll just kind of sleep on us Saturday and we'll come out of nowhere and jump ahead early and just kind of establish a, a just establish a rhythm that they won't be able to break us from. Um, so that, that's my guess. That's my prediction. But like Dan said, like, please pl- prove us wrong. Sweep them. I would love nothing more than to see that. All right. So I also have a split. And I'm going to go with... Dan Scully. I'm gonna go with a win on Friday and a lose and a loss on Saturday, only because I think the first game of the year is always you never know what's gonna happen. You don't know what you have with your team yet. You don't the goaltenders don't know what you have in a goaltender if you're starting a new goaltender. I don't think either team will be, but I think they're gonna come out Friday night energized. I think they're gonna jump on UConn early. And I think they're gonna catch the Huskies taking a little, little dog nap. And take the dub <laughs> on Friday. Taking a nap in the snow. It's not a cat nap. It's a dog nap. 
And then Saturday, I think, I think two reasons. I think UConn's gonna wake up a little bit and say, "Oh, okay, what did what the heck did we do last night? All right, let's fix it." And I, as we saw too much last year, and I think it's really gonna bite them again this year. Is they're tired come the second and third period of Saturday, especially with it being a three o'clock game. So not even not even. 24 hours to recover it's that's a really quick turnaround in hockey and i think uconn figures it out and they they make the adjustments needed that's why saturday the the time thing is what makes me think the split but it'll be flipped i think uconn's gonna come out and just try and be like assert dominance over our team off the bat i think they might push themselves too hard and then have nothing left in the tank come Saturday. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I can see it. Definitely true. But I think we can all agree what we all want to see is a sweep. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We want them to go undefeated, but it's just, it's not a realistic. (laughs) It's it's not going to happen. It's 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 not realistic. No team is going to prove me wrong. Um. (laughs) Make the prediction now. We should just call this pod. We should change the name of this podcast to Bulletin Board Material. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Corner Crew Bulletin Board. Um, just I don't know. Make it, it make it so we have to travel to the Frozen Four this year. Force our hand, make I us do it. I don't I will, even know where it is. I will happily spend money to go to the Frozen Four. I don't Four remember get there. where either. I will it's happily show like, out to make that happen. It's either in like Connecticut or it's in like Minnesota. <laughs> I think it might be Minnesota. <laughs> I'd I'd go. We let's let's message ECH. Maybe they'll put us up somewhere or something. Duluth. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. That's a hike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might be a plane ride. Not just a long yeah. car trip. We'll stop in Chicago and get some deep dish pizza. Um, deep dish yeah, pizza. Yeah, you want pizza. <laughs> Yes, it's a it is. All right, we're not getting into this debate right now. Good God, we'll save Just this. Just go for watch like... the John Stewart skit on it. it that sums <laughs> up my opinion. This this whole episode was just derailed by the debate over whether or not deep dish pizza is pizza or not. Okay, JJ, I just want to say you have fun driving sixteen and a half hours to Duluth. Dan Scully and I are going to get on a plane. Look, man, my my, my little we'll box camera we'll will make it to there. you as we fly over you. My 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 my, my little rumbling grenade on wheels will make it to Duluth. It might not make it back, but it'll get me there. <laughs> grenade, <laughs> a grenade on wheels, the exploder. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it for this week's episode. Though, unless you guys have anything else you want to add before we get to some quick announcements. I think you just got to have patience with this team. Yeah. And I think yep. we learned they that last year. They can do good year. things. They definitely can. I mean, they're, it, it's going to take a little bit. But wise, I'll tell you, as we saw last year, they got better and better every game. Yep. And I think, and they're still, you got to remember, they're still a young team. Mm-hmm. Well, and it felt like they rarely ever had any puck luck last year. Some of it you make yourself, but some of it's just... Just random freak accidents. Yep. So you never know. Agreed there. Uh, so quick announcements, housekeeping before we wrap it up. Um, obviously, October the 1st is the first men's game at Union. 
there are 30, what, two? 30, 31, 32 confirmed people going so far? So far. We have about nine extra... Eight. Eight extra... Yes, right. Eight, eight extra, extra tickets. Eight extra tickets left. Um, if you are not in the Discord, get in there. You can claim them that way. Um, that will kind of be great. You They're, they're $8 a piece. We did shoot get, me a DM. Yep, yep. Shoot Nate a DM, or I even just DM the Corner Crew Instagram account. We can do things that way also. Um, but there is eight seats left that we know of. They will go quick probably as we get closer. So just be prepared. Um, if you want one and you are serious about going, claim it now because it's easier for us to have you sell it to someone else after the fact. If you can't make it in the end for some reason and someone else wants to go, then it is to. You get to that point, hey, I want to go, and they're all gone. Um, so if you want one, get on it now quick because they will disappear quickly as we get closer. Um, is there anything else you want to bring up announcements-wise? Women's games this weekend, uh, 6 o'clock Friday and 3 o'clock Saturday. They will be on ESPN+. Plus. Thank God. Love ESPN+. Plus. Um also, can I, I and to... all all women's home games will be on Flow this year. Yeah, so you only have to get one subscription to get men's and women's hockey games. Yep, thank God that will be awesome. Unless it's on ESPN Plus, or... in which case you'll have to go there to watch it. Um, yeah. We 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 also I know last year we did stream some away games. Um, we will not be streaming any home games at all this year. If we are at home. You got to just be there. Like, it's kind of tough to do that because we all, like, the people that usually do the streams are at the games. So, if we have away games, we might try and stream some stuff. If not, whatever. Um, the other thing is, I just want to give a quick shout out to Max for doing all those awesome countdown posts so far because they have been really cool. Um, he puts a lot of hard work into those. I know he's been like, like, it takes him a couple hours to make them. So, it's kind of like a, he whips those things up and texts them to me, and then I throw them up on Instagram. Um, it's been kind of fun to see the players posting them on their stories. Oh yeah, as well. it's been so yeah. much. Fun. It's been really fun. Uh, we're getting DMs from them, like, "Oh, yo, this is sick." And... I, I'm I'm kind of loving making the captions for them all, and also picking songs to go on each one. And I cannot <laughs> I cannot wait to post Kobe Walker's tomorrow. Like at the time of this recording, Kobe's is going up tomorrow. I cannot wait to oh, post Lord. his. The song I have picked for that is so good. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's about it. Unless anybody, like again, if anyone wants to bring up anything real quick before we wrap it up here. Let's have a fun year. Hell yeah, Hockey's man. back. Hockey's back. It's been, uh, it's been a long summer. And so we're... Uh, we will be... Ugh. Dude, that game Saturday was so much fun. I had a lot of fun. Keep rubbing it in, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, look, 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 man, you, you very easily could have like pulled something like, "Oh no, I had a, a funeral or something like that," and just skipped. I said it in the Discord. Dan Scully works for athletics. He can't skip working an athletic event to go to another athletic event. No, no, it's not how that works. Dan could just work the other athletic event and not have to work the following. No, I'm kidding. Um. No, but really, we, we honestly did miss you a lot. Like, people were, people kept asking, where's Dan Scully? Where's Dan Scully? <laughs> Dan Scully's not Wait. here. Somebody pointed up to your seat in the booth and was like, where's Dan? I don't see him up there. And I'm like, the fact the that Penn people State, just... The Penn State camera guy was in your seat, by the way. 
Yeah, that was pretty maddening. I wanted to go. I wanted to go up there and just throw him out the front of the press box. As long as he didn't use my phone, that's fine. You have a phone up there? Yeah, I didn't right know that. Okay. The timekeeper's bench. We're no, gonna so- need like a tour of the Dan Scully setup on an Instagram story one time. The Dan Scully takeover. Well, let's I take had over the Instagram no account. idea he had a phone up there. Just so let, we just let Dan I, take over the account for a know, weekend. I don't know if you guys remember it last year, but during men's senior night, Niagara wasn't taking the ice during. Yes. The oh my god, I remember this. So I'm like, I, I had forgotten that it was even senior night, even though it was happening right in front of me, <laughs> and I'm like. Are they going to call a procedure penalty on Niagara for this? Because I've seen it happen Don't before. even get me started so with procedure I, I pick up the phone, call down, and over the PA system while Rocky's doing this, I hear a faint phone ringing. And it took a split second, and it finally clicked. I'm the one that's making that go out over the whole <laughs> arena PA system because I'm calling down there. <laughs> Oh, I remember man. that story. It was so much funny. Oh my <laughs> god, I laughed so hard when you told me that originally. Um, that being said, side tangents now complete. Um, that that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Um, we will be back later in the week. Oh no, we won't actually. We'll be back next week uh, after the women's team takes on UConn this weekend to do another. To do our well, not do not do another to do our first ever weekend recap going over those two games and talking about it with Dan. Um, so keep an eye out on that. Um, if you have not already, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell so you get notified whenever something new pops up. Nate's pointing down that way. I'm pretty sure it's on this side. Um, hit some likes. Yep, get, leave likes. There's, there's a good amount of likes so far. We're doing pretty good. Subscribe. Yep, subscribe. And then also, we are on Spotify still, right? Yes, we are. When were we not? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we subscribe to us on Spotify. There is a notification bell. Yep. Uh, Mine's on. That way you can listen to us in your car. That way what you can do is you can listen to us in the car. And then when you get home, you just watch it again on YouTube and get like the double whammy of just the content rolling in. It'll be great. Um, that being said, thank you everybody for watching. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Keep an eye out for all the different countdown posts and all the fun stuff we're going to be doing. If you're not in Discord, the link is out there somewhere floating around. You can find it. In the description. That too. Um, But we will see everybody again in the next episode. Have a great night, everybody. Go Tigers. Go Tigers.